Hey, what's up, monsters? You know how it goes, man. So the Fantastic Friday, Rico Robles, with none other than Love. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, great. You know, you just got out of a big show in Cebu. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you're back in the Philippines. How was that experience? Amazing. Um, yeah, super wild. Everybody was just going crazy, and um, I, I feel like I really lost myself on stage in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really excited to be back in Manila, so. Well, you know, you have a, a big show that's coming up, you know, in bet between albums tour. I mean, yeah. one thing I want to ask is that, what does an artist like you do in between albums? I usually just <laughs> stress out about life. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I pretty much nonstop like to write music, so mm -hmm. like I'm like always trying to just be in the studio, but mm -hmm. other than that, hang out with my dogs, hang out with my cousin, my friends, mm -hmm. see family, stuff like that. And, and how much has life changed? I mean, when you were starting your music, you were writing music, yeah. and then when everything blew up, everything got big. When you go back home. Honestly, crazy. So I would say it's been like this thing where I, I feel like I'm getting back to why I first started making music mm -hmm. in the first place. Like I feel like for a few years, it was like so insane that I like just kind of like lost myself to it a little bit mm -hmm. and was kind of going through some you know ups and downs and a lot of downs mentally and emotionally but mm -hmm. um, now I just feel like I'm in a happy place and I feel like I'm like kind of like I'm back in college or in high school mm -hmm. making music again for the first time like in yeah when things so. was exciting you yeah know, when and, it's like anything is possible and you don't yeah. know what's gonna happen like I yeah. love that feeling and, and you know when it when it comes to it, what, do you, what do you think got you to overcome that stage that you're like, all right, cool, I gotta perform the same song over and over. I feel like I'm in the world, I'm trapped into this. I mean, what did you, did you yeah. go bike riding? Did you? Honestly, a lot yeah. of, just a, a lot of mental health care for me, like mm. not to get like overly serious, but you know, just stuff like that, therapy, medication, meditation, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Also, I think just getting to a point where I feel like I was stripped away of so much of my sense of self-worth, because I mm. realized I didn't really have a sense of self-worth before. Mm. Um, and I kind of watched my career go from this way of like, you know, riding these mm -hmm. few like hit after hit kind of vibes and then kind of having a moment of having stuff not hit quite as hard mm -hmm. and kind of watching things be like, okay, like I can't get my sense of self-worth from my career. I have to love myself now. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's what I like learned how to do is to love myself aside from my career. And so then now it's like, everything's good. It's amazing that yeah. he shared that moment. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? It's yeah. amazing because not a lot of people will talk about it. No, for sure. Speak about it, especially yeah. with it. I mean, now in comes, of course, the new music yeah. that you're working on. What's the approach now? The approach? From, from before, how did you used to write before? And then yeah, how did you write I mean, now? honestly, the way I originally started was mm. just try to write and create the best song possible. It wasn't so like, what is my story? What is this? What is that? Like, you know, trying to be cool, trying to worry about genre. It was always just like, make the best song I can make in that room, in that day, mm -hmm. in that moment. And I've gotten back to that, which is just like, forget all of like the rules, forget about it, the song needing to be about my ex or needing to be about this or needing to be about whatever. It's like, let's just make a song we love. And then like, I always find that my story ends up coming out through that anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, it's good vibes. And, and when it comes to writing songs, what's more challenging? Is it the sad song or the happy song for you? Honestly, these days, a sad song. Cause uh -huh. I feel like I've been really in like a happy song place. Um, uh -huh. But, which I think partially might be because I'm on antidepressants, but uh -huh. I don't know, we'll see. Um, yeah. And how do you overcome it? I mean, you have to perform, especially when it becomes a hit. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. and you have to, but that it's some sort of therapy too when you yeah. talk about it, yeah. right? When you sing about it. Definitely. I mean, for sure somebody came, must have come up to you so many times like, yo, your song really changed my life. Yeah. You helped me figure it out. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I never really know how to respond when people say stuff like that, but mm -hmm. I just feel lucky because I just think of how, you know, music has done that for mm -hmm. me and I think that's really fire and I don't and, know. But for you growing up, who did you look up to? when it comes to the music, that was your escape at you that know, time? No, honestly, for yeah. me, it was like, uh, I went through different phases, but mm -hmm. for a while, it was like, some like early 2000s rap, and mm -hmm. then it was like... You got your Nelly or Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like, yeah. I mean, like when I was living in Atlanta, like DMX, 50 Cent, like, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Um, but then I really like fell in love with like Led Zeppelin for a mm. while and was like super into like Led Zeppelin. And then Green Day was a huge one for me when I was starting to learn how to play guitar. And then from there I got really into like the emo scene, yeah. pop punk kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Did you ever want to be a rapper? Maybe you have I, that secret talent. I, so I freestyle <laughs> with my friends. Uh -huh. I'm getting better. I'm not very good. Uh -huh. I get I overthink it too much, yeah, you know? Yeah. But can you remember the sickest bar or line you've ever laid out? No, to there's no. I can't remember that. I uh, mean, let me think. Let me think. Let me, um, no, yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, you can't remember. Yeah. But you know, I don't know if I have bars like that really. But would we'll you see. would you even experiment on releasing a rap song? I, see, I would love to. I don't know if people yeah. want to hear that from me, but yeah. like, I would love to try it. So like an alter ego album. You yeah. Know what I'm well, I thought about doing something like a secret name, like a yeah, side yeah. name, and then morph my voice so no one knows it's me. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'll be something cool, something to look forward to. Yeah. But you know, for the many listeners, for the many monsters and many of your fans, how was that feeling when you first heard your song on the radio? When you first got that big buzz? Can you remember that? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. That was crazy. I think it was, I think I didn't even know how to process it in the moment because mm -hmm. I was like, I, can't, I couldn't believe it was happening and I was sitting in an Uber mm -hmm. and um, I was actually like, was told, okay, like, it's gonna play for the first time on the station, and so like, get ready. So I was in this Uber, I think I had my, I had my phone out, I was recording it, I think it's on Twitter, mm -hmm. and I was just like, I was in a state of like shock. Like mm -hmm. I was just like, I still don't really know how to like describe it. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, like, it's just crazy, it's like one of those things where you're like, you don't think it's a real thing that can happen, you know, mm -hmm. especially when you're younger, and yeah, so. And, and you know, when it comes to goals as an artist, right? <clears throat> you get your song played on radio, you heard it, and then you get the hit songs and yeah. everything. But what was your ultimate goal when you were starting out, if you could remember it? Yeah. And then up to now, was that still the same ultimate goal, or is yeah. it somewhere? Well, when I first started, when I like, so when I first started making music as a kid, mm -hmm. I think I was just experimenting and having fun expressing myself. Mm -hmm. And then I got really into like when I started getting more serious about like doing live and stuff. My mm -hmm. goal was like I want to make hit songs and mm -hmm. I want to make songs that express myself at the same time. So it's just like basically that combo. Mm -hmm. And I think over the years, I somewhere got lost. I kind of started being like, I just want to make really cool music. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of was like, all right, like. It's the hipster mode. <laughs> like, I don't know what that even means. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, like, whatever. <laughs> and, and then now I'm just back in like, I want to make music that, like my ultimate goal is like, I want to make songs that unite as many different people mm -hmm. from as many different places all into one moment together to just feel connected. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I hope that my story fits in there as well. So. And, and with, with you sharing that, are you open to collaborating with local artists here in the Philippines? Definitely, Have yeah. you been listening to some artists there? I haven't really been put on to too many people, but you know, like I always say, like I'm super open, and I think in this next year, I would love to really do a lot more international collabs and stuff like that. Okay, so you know, here on the show, we do have some random fun question. Okay. So here and all out, and for you, who's the most famous person you've ever met? Taylor Swift. Taylor, how was that? Uh, I met her twice. She was very sweet. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was. I was so nervous. <laughs> and then also, can you remember what was the first paycheck you got in making music, and how much was it, and what did you buy with it? Oh, um, I my first paycheck I could think of was like. I mean, how, like I don't know how big are we talking? Are we talking like what you could remember? The first one, it could be ten dollars. Well, back, back when I was in high school, like uh -huh. I used to sell my music on my, like I would like add people on MySpace. Uh -huh. I feel like this isn't a fun answer though. Yeah. I feel like, okay, really what happened for me that was really like crazy and exciting mm -hmm. is when I first signed my first publishing deal. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. I think, I don't remember exactly what it was. It was nothing like super crazy, but mm -hmm. it was enough to the point where I was like, Still in college, and I was like, okay, I can buy all my friends like drinks and dinner tonight. Like and I got you guys. I, I got, and I remember that that feeling was <laughs> yeah. just like that's crazy, like so yeah. sick. And um, you know, one one thing as well for you, what was that one advice that you got from someone that up to this day you still use? Ooh, I love this question. Honestly, I want to say one of my really really close friends, Michael Pollack, who's an amazing songwriter and producer, who like, we came up together and he's done so many hits at this point, you mm -hmm. know, for Miley and Bieber and Maroon 5 and a lot of different people, and he's amazing. Mm -hmm. He's given me some of my, some of my best advice. I mean, I think actually, he, it's happened on multiple occasions. One, this is mm -hmm. super random, but I have a tattoo that says why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's right then, there. Show at the camp. Show oh, yeah. yeah right? So it says why. And this is one of my earlier tattoos. Mm -hmm. And I remember when he saw it, he was like, kind of like, I feel like he was like laughing, like not like laughing at me, but being like, you're so existential. He's like, sometimes it's like, why not? Mm -hmm. um, and a few years, like maybe a year later or something, I got a second tattoo that says not over here. Yeah, so it's like, like why? Not. Why and why not? Because it's like, sometimes you want to be deep about stuff, yeah. but then sometimes it's just like, why not? Like, just let it go, have fun. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. You know, one last question for me. I know that you make great songs. They say that good, great songwriters give the best love advice. Mm. So it'll be that one love advice you're gonna yes. give to somebody that's heartbroken. Okay, um, yeah, I mean, not that I have, not that I know exactly what's going on by any means, but I would say like, I really think it's incredibly true that you can't really be, you can't really see someone else for who they are mm -hmm. when you don't know yourself and you don't love yourself, so like, I think it's easy when you're still figuring out who you are and figuring out how to love yourself to go in and out of relationships always being like, oh, this person's not right or like, oh, this isn't right or I'm not, it's not a vibe or like, you know, always encountering issues. But I think like the more you learn how to like truly be with yourself, as cliche as it sounds, but like learn how to just sit with yourself, like not need to scroll on your phone when you're on the toilet, like, like literally just be <laughs> so present with yourself and be good, like then you can actually attract who's... I believe is who's meant for you and who you're meant for. So I think that's really important. To be in that moment, always thinking ahead. That's yeah. what it's all about. <laughs> there you have it, Monsters. Another exclusive, courtesy of, of course, of Monster Extended 3.1. Love, thank you, thank you very thank you. much. Thank, thank you. you very much. So Dan, my name is Rico Robles. This has been another fantastic Friday on the Monster.
Peace.